your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to Colorado Avalanche, and probably going to be a little bit shorter episode today. Adam Denker and I also hosted the Locked On NHL show, uh, so you can catch that as well as this. Today we'll be talking about some draft prospects. We're kind of in that realm where, yeah, we need to start talking about the draft. It's not that far away. So we are going to talk about a couple of guys who hopefully will drop to Colorado, probably not likely, and then two guys who very well could that I would love to see the Avalanche add. So we'll be talking about that, and we'll be talking about the poll for the Jonas Donskoy because we didn't get to that yesterday because I didn't have a show come out yesterday. So we're going to push it back today as well as talk about who's next in our uh, grading of the season. So first things first, follow the show on Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. That's also where you can do your voting. Uh, follow on Instagram, Locked on Avalanche, and send any questions, comments, concerns, opinions to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. So, all right, let's get to the draft because it's right around the corner. What's today? The 23rd. And the draft is in a week and a half. Man. So what do the Avalanche need? You could say nothing. If you really wanted to, you could say nothing. But they're always going to want to add some guys. Do they need defense? Uh, I don't think so. I think they are set on D. Now, one of the guys that I have of the two guys that I hope falls to them, or if if it does fall to them, uh, they would pick him, is a defender. And I think he's an excellent defender. We'll get to him in a minute. Uh, But other than that, I don't really think the Avalanche are looking for defense. They have a defensive conundrum right now on their hands with Zadorov and even Graves and what to do with Byram and Timmons and they have a gluttony of riches when it comes to defense. They really do. You might not be happy with how some of them have played, namely Nikita Zadorov or Adam Graves in the, the postseason, but they have a, a good, solid core of, of defenders. Uh, in a, you know, Obviously, we haven't named Makar or Gerard. Um, so I don't really think the Avalanche are going towards defense you know, don't get me wrong. They they have defenders on their draft board. Uh, they're not completely ignoring them. But I think they are. And the other thing that they're 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 in a position where they don't need a guy that they draft and say, "We need you on on day one. Please help us out." It's not going to be that way. You know, where they're picking in the mid twenties, um, they are going to get the. Probably my guess is probably the best possible guy that they can get to help them in a couple of years. And I think they're going to want to go down the road of, of finding a little bit more offense. Can't hurt to have as much offense as possible. So um, I think that's kind of where they go. Now, who who are the, the two guys 
that if they fall to, to Colorado, they jump on him. Uh, I mentioned a defender, and we can start with him. Braden Schneider. Uh, he's 19 years old, six foot two, 209 pounds. Are you kidding me? At 19. Yeah. So he's, uh, you know, and he is what the avalanche like in a defender. He's quick for his size. Um, he's a very good two-way player. He he can score, you know, so the the avalanche like those offensive defensemen, but he's he's a He's a big kid, and he's only going to get bigger. So um, they and they need that. By the time he comes up, he could be like a next Zadorov, with a little bit more offensive skill. He's very good passing. Uh, he's very good at hitting. He lines up his hits very well. Uh, he's an aggressive player. I think his accuracy is a little bit too desired, but you can live with that being a defender. So uh, he is a well, well above average player who, if he falls, th- and this is the other interesting thing too, after the top 10, top 10 is, even you could space this out to the top 12. Top 12 is what it is. Those guys will probably go in and out of, you know, could could be the 12th player could go up to eight, but those guys pretty much are are set. After that, uh, a guy that in some draft boards or, or mock drafts are in the 15, 16 range. I've seen other mock drafts where they are in the 24, 25, 26 range. And that is across the board. So it's really all comes down to want and what a team thinks they can do with a player. And if they take a chance on him, I've never seen it so wide open where, yeah, guys that are not even, I guess, ranked in the teens and uh, mock drafted in the teens are also on the other end of that and in the late first round. And even some where you are seeing some mock drafts where guys are plucking guys that are ranked in the 40s in the first round to take a chance on them. That could be Colorado, too. Very well could be. They could say, we're set up. We can... We can Swing for the fences and try to take one of those guys that has all the talent in the world, uh, but for whatever reason has fallen and is like a top 15 talent, but maybe just had a bad year or there's some off the ice issues and take a shot on him. The Avalanche could possibly do that too. So all of these guys that were, you know, guessing on that, who they could take, they could throw a complete curveball here and, and take someone uh, that you would expect to go mid second. Um, I, but again, all options are on the table. So if Braden Schneider is there, definitely take him. The other guy who I really don't think Connor Zari is going to be there. Um, but I, I, I've seen him in that late teens, like 17, 18, kind of around where the New Jersey Devils are picking. Um, and I, I, I just don't think he's going to be there, but if he is, you are jumping on this guy. 57 games played, 38 goals, 48 assists, 86 points, a plus-minus of 30. Dude can score. Uh, he is a gifted, gifted scorer. And he, I, <laughs> you better believe if, for whatever reason, he drops, I don't think he's going to make it to Colorado. 
but he's kind of like the maybe the pipe dream player for you know if for whatever reason he does drop avalanche are absolutely going to jump on him i think they might run to the podium so those zari i don't think is going to be there schneider possibility but i would lean towards no um and we're going to take a a quick little break here and then hear from the two guys who i think are going to be there and that the avalanche could end up with so first, we're going to hear from Rock Auto and rockauto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, just like the airlines do. Rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. So go to rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. When you're at the checkout and they ask, where did you hear about us? Say locked on. So a couple players that in all likelihood won't be there, but you like to talk about them because if they do fall and they land in the avalanche lap, you're a happy Avalanche fan. And we'll, we'll get to a few more of, of those too, uh, probably tomorrow and pretty much next week. I think we're going to do a lot of draft stuff from here right up until draft day. So I can think we'll break it up like this. A couple guys that if they fall, good. And then a couple guys who are more in the ranking and probability of where the Avalanche pick that they could take. So both of these guys are are really good players. Um who am I going to start with here? Well, we'll go with here's the guy that I early on this is the guy that I would really like to see the Avalanche take. Goes by the name of John Jason Paterka. Uh 18 years old, 5'11", 192 pounds forward uh, he's a left winger uh he he's he has offensive talent he's fast uh very good passing um i i really i did watch a good number of videos on him and he's one of those guys that he does like he jumps off the ice he you can tell he is just a step better than who uh he's playing with so I really like his game. I think it will translate well, very well to how the Avalanche style is. Um, and I, again, I've seen him pretty much all of the. I, well, for him, I would say more of the 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 mock drafts. If you want to look at those, um, he's in the twenties. He's anywhere from twenty right on down. So I do think he could be there, and I I just. I don't know. If you watch him play, there's something about his game uh, that just impresses you. And he's always in control. Uh, he has really good acceleration. When he gets the the, the puck on his stick uh, and he's got a lane, he's off. So um, he's not the most aggressive person. He, he kind of maybe shies away from, from checking anybody so um i think if you're gonna play on the avalanche you need to improve on that 
but that's not something that you know they'll need right away. He is the perfect guy that they will wait on. Let him get a couple years of seasoning, and I really think when when he is ready, he could really contribute to an Avalanche team the way that they play. Uh, the other is Jacob Peralt, and from from all the accounts, one of the the best shots in this draft belongs to him. Uh, apparently, he has a howitzer of a slap shot. Uh, he is a pinpoint accuracy sniper. Uh, 57 games played, 39 goals, 31 assists, 70 points. Uh, yeah, it, everybody just raves about his his shot. It's accurate. Um, he can score from anywhere. So he 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 could you know this is what the Avalanche like in these two guys. If they end up with with either one of these two, I'm a happy man. And I started with these two because this is really where I th- I think the Avalanche will go. And if one of these two are there, this is who they take. So you know, I I, I the the guys that I will bring up for the following you know number of shows will be on their radar, I would assume. But I purposely went with these two first because after going through so many different prospects today. Uh, these two kind of fell in line with number one, what the avalanche like to do. And number two, where they're picking these guys probably will be available. There's always a chance. Somebody takes a, a stretch, you know, in the 14, 15 range on one of these guys, that's always possible. Uh, but if either one of these two guys are there in Jacob Peralt and John Jason Patrika, we're, we're good. We, we continue to add to the depth of this team uh, for the future. So uh, keep an eye on those two guys. Write them down if you want to. Um, but, yeah, I think if if the Avs are able to, to nab one of them, off to a, a roaring start for this draft. So we shall see. All right, we're going to get to one more bit of information, which is we didn't I didn't have a show yesterday, so I never got to the Donskoy poll so we're going to get to that but we're going to hear from gamer goo first and if you got a lot of time on your hands and you're playing a lot of video games chances are your hands are going to get sweaty slap on some gamer goo it's a hand lotion and antiperspirant for your hands designed to offer optimal gaming performance specially formulated gamer goo keeps hands dry cool and sweat free even during the most heated of gaming encounters gamer goo has six different scents peppermint cinnamon orange vanilla sugar teakwood and cherry blossom make sure you go to gamergoo.com enter the promo code loa for lockdown avalanche and 10 percent comes off of your order all right so as we make our way through the colorado avalanche roster alphabetically and hand out grades for the 2019-2020 season Jonas Donskoy was next up, and we'll go right to to Twitter. Uh, 6% gave him an A, 66% gave him a B, 25% C, and 3% D. So 66% B, that is what the Twitter sphere has given Jonas Donskoy as a grade. 
for his 2019-2020 season. Uh, a couple of comments, and Lothar Jora says, Donskoy had a good first season with the Abs. He scored 16 goals, the most goals for him in an NHL season. Uh, with 33 points in 65 games, he was only four points short of his season best, which was 37. Uh, and with the Sharks, okay, a solid B rating from him. Sam McGrath chimed in and said he played his uh, played his part in the regular season, was able to move up and down the lineup um, and play in all situations, power play and penalty kill. Unfortunately, cooled off after an impressive first half and um, unfortunately never found the groove again in the second half and playoffs. And then he says, if I'm Sackett, trade him. Uh, That I don't agree with. I absolutely 100% agree with. uh, He had a tale of two seasons. And you can just look at his his game log, which we will bring up here. Um, And it is like kind of, you know, really good scoring in the, the early part of the season. Right off the bat, game one against Calgary, two goals. So, I mean, how good are you feeling? You, you sign with a brand new team, uh, and you the, the first game you play at home, uh, two goals. You're, you're flying high after that. And he did well, and he had a really good uh, October, a really good November, which included that, um, that hat trick against Nashville. Um, I think everybody had a hat trick against Nashville that game. But followed that up. Um, two games later with another three-point game. So he had a four-point game against Chicago in in late November. Um, and then as we got into December, right around mid-December, there's a lot of zeros up on this board. And he went one, two, three, four, five games with no points, scored an assist, and then followed that up with one, two, three, four more games. Uh, not on the the stat sheet, then had a goal, and then followed that up with one, two, three, four, no points, followed that up with an assist, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So very, very inconsistent in, in, you know, kind of when the calendar was changing. And it kind of carried over into the playoffs. He, he He had a good playoff run, three goals and three assists. Um, but yeah, that's all I had. So, I mean, it, like he started off great. You, you were ready to, you know, hang, you know, uh, kind of a early MVP for the avalanche, not talking league, uh, on this guy, because what you knew he wasn't going to sustain that. Uh, but you would have liked to see like th- those runs there where I told you, like, uh, you know, five games, assist, followed by five more games, then a goal, followed by seven games, then an assist. Like, you got to get rid of that. Um, and, but early on, he was an early Avalanche MVP for me. I, I really like And it's not to say those games that he had nothing. Um, he wasn't performing well. I, I, I was always comfortable with him on the ice. Uh, but you would just like to see, because he was brought in for that kind of, you know, bottom six secondary scoring and he did it. He did it at times. Uh, like Lothar pointed out, he, he was on pace to, to beat his his career high in points. And how many times have we said that so far? We're only on Donskoy on D, 
And, you know, how many times have we said, if the season didn't stop, this player would have beaten their career high in points. So, so many of these guys were on par for that. And he was one of them. Uh, but even in the 65 games they did play, still put up a, a stat line consistent with all his previous seasons, save for the 2016-2017 season when he only put up 17 points. So I like Don Scoy. Um I'm sorry, Sam. Like I, I don't want to trade this guy. Um, I, I like him. I like what he has to offer. I think he fits in well with this team. I think they all like him. And, uh, yeah, I think that was a great signing by Joe Sackick. So. But my grade, because of those inaccuracies and just inconsistencies, I can't go B for Don Scoy. I, I, I have the capability to give pluses and minuses. I can't do that on, on Twitter. Um, so I, I would put him right below that B level and give him a C plus. Just because I'd like to see some of those break up the the stretch of games where you have nothing um, and perform a little bit better in the playoffs. We have to take playoffs into account. This is not um, you know NHL voting for trophies, which people don't deserve. But um, yeah, I, I I liked what he did, but I'd like to see him really step it up a little bit more when he knows he's in a little bit of a funk to get out of that. So a solid C plus from me. He gets a B from Twitter. Uh, and next, Pavel Francos. That is up there right now. You can vote on it right now. We'll talk about that on tomorrow's show on Friday. Uh, that one's going to be interesting. I know there's we have when people want think about a player like Pavel Francos, they're going to think of the last thing he did, which was skating off the ice after a very bad game. And I fear that's where the voting will go. I hope not, uh, but we shall see. Go on Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. Get your vote in for Pablo Francois and comment. Read the comments on air, and we'll talk. So that will be it for today. Uh, you can catch me over on Locked on NHL today as well. Adam Denker from Locked on Lightning, who are now up 2-1 to one in that series. We talk about that. We talk about drafts. talk about award shows. All that stuff, that's over unlocked on NHL right now. Um, and then, yeah, keep tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you guys for tuning in and stopping by. Enjoy your day. Stay safe. Here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go!